Good afternoon, brethren. I believe that you are well in the Lord and that he has continued to keep you well under the shadow of his tender mercies. Welcome to today's podcast. In today's podcast, we are talking about self-respect. Self-respect. Our key text for the podcast is James chapter 2, verse number 7. We shall also read from Help in Daily Living, chapter in Helping Daily Living series, we are in episode 7, and I am your host, Lango Evans. In James chapter 2, verse number 7, we read that, Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by the which ye are called. Brethren, it should come to a realization that we are never alone. Whether we choose him or not, we have a companion. And when we talk about choosing him, him here is God. So whether we choose God or not, we are never alone, we have a companion. Remember that wherever you are, whatever you do, God is there. Nothing that is said or done or thought can escape his attention. Your every word or deed, to your every word or deed, you have a witness, the holy sin-hating God. And actually, the case of Job brings this into perspective to show us that we, we are never alone. In the book of Job, chapter 1, verse number 6 says, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Verse number 8. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and skeweth evil? Remember we are talking about that we are never alone. And that in everything that we do, to every word, to every deed, we have a witness, the Holy Sin-hating God. For God to be able to say what he said about Job is that he must have witnessed how Job lived out his life. You might find that maybe that day that that conversation was going on, that Job was alone in the house. But behind, behind the canopy of the heavens, behind the sky that was above his head, there was a discussion that was going on that, uh, about him. So he was never alone. Because God says about his, his perfect character. How did God know of his perfect character? Because God is an ever-present witness. That's why we say that we are never alone when you're talking about self-respect. And we shall consider why we are saying we are never alone. Again, to bring into focus that we are never alone, let us go to the book of uh, Second Kings. So, brethren, you should know that in whatever you do, in whatever you talk, even if you are in the room alone, you are never alone. In the book of Second Kings, chapter 6, it says this from verse 14, Therefore sent he thither horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. Verse 15, And when the servant of the man of God, the man of God here is Elisha, and when the servant of Elisha was risen early and gone forth, 
Behold, an host compassed the city, both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Now there are two camps that are brought into focus here. There is Elisha and the servant, first camp or first lot, and there is the great host that has compassed the city. But the question is, were they alone? And actually the answer that Elisha gives shows that there were not only two camps, there were more than the two camps that were, that were, that were visible. In the book of 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16, it says, Elisha answering, And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Elisha brings into perspective others who are in this scene different from him and the servant and different from the great host that had compassed the city. Read carefully again verse 16. It says, Fear not, for they who are this day, because this day is not Elisha and the servant. Elisha and the servant is the us, because it says that for they that be with us, the us that he refers to here is, is himself Elisha, and the servant. But there is this they, they, who are these? We shall find out in a while. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Who are them here? Them is the great host. And there is they. So here we find another, other companies brought into focus. They that be with Elisha, that's another company. And they that be with the great host. Who are they? Verse 17. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. So this is the day that Elisha was saying is with us, for they that be with us. Is that he was surrounded by chariots of fire round about. These were angels who have always been sent to minister to those who shall be heirs of salvation. So Elisha and the servant were not alone. That's why Elisha was not afraid. Because he knew that they were not alone. There was a host of chariots of fire around about them. But they were not visible. That's why Elisha says, And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, and he, that he may, he may see. So, And who are these they that were with the great host that had compassed the city? They, they must have been the, the forces of darkness. So what, are we, what have we established thus far is that we are never alone. And that's why we are talking about self-respect. And remember, the greatest test about or when it comes to character is your behavior in secret. Is my behavior in secret? Is our behavior in secret? How do we behave where there is no one? And when we talk about no, no one here, we don't talk about God because he's ever present. When, 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 when a brother is not around, when a sister is not around, when a friend is not around, when the neighborhood is not around, how do you behave? Your self-respect will be determined by how you behave when you are alone. But also we know that it's also determined by how you behave while you are before others. But if you have taken care of your behavior, in the of your secret behavior, then it will automatically take care of your public behavior. And that's why we know that those who have made it a habit to pray in their closets will not be ashamed 
to be called by the worthy name. Before you speak or act, always think of this as a Christian. You are a member of the royal family, a child of the heavenly king. Say no word, do no act that shall bring dishonor upon that worthy name by the which you are called. Before you speak or act, always think that, always think of this, that as a Christian you are a member of the royal family, a child of the heavenly king. So you should say no word, do no act, that shall bring dishonor upon that worthy name by the which ye are called. And brethren, we need to study carefully the divine human character and constantly inquire, what will Jesus do were he in my place? Are you in a position whereby you don't know what to do? Are you in a position whereby you are just about to decide about doing something? Before you go ahead and, and do it, we should consider what is the measurement of our duty. And the measurement of our duty is that, what will Jesus do were he in my place? What will Jesus do were he in my place? Consider that for a moment to help you in the decision that you are just about to make. What will Jesus do were he in your place? This should be the measurement of our duty. Do not place yourself needlessly in the society of those who by their acts will weaken your purpose to do right or bring a stain upon your conscience. Do nothing among strangers, in the streets, or on the cars, in the home, that will have the least appearance of evil. And this brings in our, the point that we had, we, had, we had mentioned before. It says do nothing, that is helping daily living, do nothing among strangers, in the streets. Now when you say among strangers, that is in public, whether they know you or whether they don't know you. Do nothing among strangers, in the street, that is in, in the public. On the cars, on the cars might be in the public or in private. Remember, we said very well that if you have made it a custom to be with God in your private life, it will automatically help you and give you the power to walk in a conversation that is worthy of the name that ye are called in the public. So we should do nothing among strangers in the street, on the cars, in the home that will have the least appearance of evil. Do something every day to improve, beautify, and ennoble the life that Christ has purchased with his own blood. So what are you doing today that will improve, beautify, and ennoble the life that Christ has purchased with his own blood? But remember the big question here is, what will Jesus do were he in your place? That should be, that should be, the question that you ask yourself before you go ahead and do anything. And I'm sure Jesus will do something to improve, beautify, and ennoble life. So brethren, that is our podcast today. God bless you.